after all said and done, you and your children are the most vulnerable one who doesn't have anybody in England but God Almighty. And even though mom is alone at their mercy in Nigeria, there's still lots of families there as compared to you guys over here. But it has been said that even when Jesus was uh, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was completely alone and the devil still went there to torment him. So if your mom is being tormented right now, up until the situation she finds herself in, even as nothing was wrong with her till they dug her to that hospital, a lot could have gone wrong with her since she was there because she'll be exposed to other people's, whatever other people is going through. And if she's on services, it will make it twice as worse. I don't know what her faith is, if they've already done her in or if it's all the same, all same. But God will divinely intervene because we can't have two casualties. When my submission is, if you rush there now, since they couldn't even tell you where they are, every information you ask is met with disdain. The only thing they want from you is money. Those who are local to them in Nigeria were treated in the same way. You saw the one that attacked you yesterday said that he tried to go join them and they said she needs no visitor. That is just her. So whatever is going on, and you know how they behave even when nothing was wrong with your mom when your dad died and it was your son's birthday a month later, in fact, two months later, and you were saying, I'm in the middle of my son's birthday. The kind of WhatsApp and texts you are getting is absolutely disheartening, you know. Somebody wants something from you and they cannot even say happy birthday. The same way they couldn't say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year this time and they continue, you know. And... Where I see it, you're not used to being verbally abused by either one of them by attack you that you shared on Facebook. What does that say from psychoanalysis? If somebody is suddenly calling you names and cursing you, they are either trying to tell you they're a member of Boko Haram or there's a joint affiliate of some sort of terrorist that they've just been playing down for you so you will not catch them out. But the moment you couldn't get, they're like a lion that opened the mouth that you keep throwing or a dog that opened the mouth you keep throwing bones at. They, whilst they are biting that bone, is okay not to show you that they can eat human beings. But the moment there isn't a bone that you throw to the dog, you get ripped apart yourself. And this is why all the good you've ever done is being thrown into the Lagos Lagoon and being replaced with disdain and hate and all sorts of wrong accusations. Know that if they have managed to impress everybody in Nigeria, they will not need to put any pressure on you. They will just call their X amount of friends or all the family that we gather around your mother. You must have weird everybody else out that they are running out of people to uh, get uh, these bones for the dog from. This is why they are uh, coming back to put pressure on you and bullying you. And why should you feel bullied when the tail is trying to control the head? Isn't things naturally supposed to go wrong if the tail is controlling the head? So let it go. Uh, I am the Lord, your father. Abraham, he said, do not be afraid. I am with you and will bless you. I will multiply your descendants and they will become a great nation. I will do this because of my promise to Abraham, my servant. Genesis 26, verse 24. So, and Joel said in the U.S., God sees what is happening. He knows what wasn't fair. He knows who walked away. And he knows how to make it up to you. He knows how to bring you out of, out better. Let it go and trust God to be your 
vindicator absolutely and uh, according to saint francis of assis lord make me an instrument of your peace where there is hatred let me show love where there is injury pardon where there is doubt faith where there is despair hope where there is darkness light where there is sadness joy O divine master grant that i may not so much seek to be consoled as to console be not to understand as to understand to be loved as to love for it is in giving that we receive it is in pardoning that we are pardoned and it's in dying that we are born to eternal life i just wish they won't do my mother in the same way they did her twin brother because like her twin brother and dad they actually have something that is so imperfect about them that they manage to point finger at repeatedly what has poor mom done she hasn't got a palace to pump anybody, therefore she couldn't be guilty of anything in the bottom side. So just existing at all and despite being retired and having this money coming on from her inheritance, her pension and her uh, the one that will to her, is it enough to snuff her out? I really don't understand. However, difficulties in life do not come to destroy me, but to help me realize my hidden potential and power. So let difficulties know that you too are difficult. I have done that by letting those who will deal with it help me look into the matter. Because if you keep quiet, then you're giving them an advantage over you, haven't you? But if you let other people know what is going on, you're not alone in the world. Remember, without the difficult times in your life, you won't be who you are today. Be grateful for the good and the bad. Yeah? And... For more strength, you can say, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I will never teach my children to talk to anybody that way. I cannot say this is somebody who has been giving my children anything for 25 years. I have been given to theirs. But it just shows everything you've ever given them. You might as well have thrown it into the Lagos Lagoon. If that is the... Uh, the things she's using their daughters to say to you, if that is your reward. Don't worry about it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, naturally. And remember, for the a trivial side of it, this world is full of our souls, but they are strategically placed so that you'll come across one every day, every fucking day. That don't mean you deserve it or you've done anything wrong. Their wrong will expose them even if you never complain once. So before the whole day is ruined over what they are doing, which you you really can't do anything what you have no power over, other than to ask people, anyone at all to go and help you check. You you won't you won't be in so much pain if they could answer you a simple question, which is common courtesy. What is the name of the doctor? What is the address? And what is the mom's condition? That would have been enough. But because clearly, you know, the photo showed nothing was wrong with her until she was put in that situation. Of course, they won't be able to answer you. You saw her blinking and talking and frowning and wondering what is going on. They say she's blind, but her eyes is not only functional. She was even writing a diary. Remember. And they show you that at the time when they were still talking to you less than a week ago, where they show mom writing the money you send 
mom writes a list of things that she wants and some of the people living in her house as helpers are hired by as was were given money and the only reason mom frowned is Helen had just sent this money and you've taken half of it to give to this girl to go to the market and get me stuff and your sister that was filming that the same one giving you difficulty now say yeah it's your money and if you're sending somebody to the market why can't she have it and what mom was trying to say at that point is, but that I have other money that she could take rather than the one you just handed me. That's one argue back and say, it's just as easy to hand the cash in your hand to somebody you're sending to the market. And I said, don't worry, I'll send you something else next week, you know. So it's like, okay, okay, we'll show you. You've shown me now and I've seen what you're made of. I see when you went to Libya and left five children, all you have gone to land there is terrorism and you show me shapes and shades of it. But God Almighty will diffuse you. You will self-diffuse and God will rescue this woman. And if you guys ever kill her, may she never rest in peace until she take you all out. That make sure everybody that never allow her to enjoy her life these past 67 years since the whole saga began through it all. What you give, you shall get. And let me assure you, both of you, or the three of you, or four of you, whichever one of you, you guys have just given your children the legacy of how they should treat you in your old age. It's natural. It's common uh, human nature. How I want to be treated, I've also treated my children. And this is why my poor daughter ran out of her savings, sending it to you guys, because this is what she caught her mother doing. She saw, even though her ex-husband took Helen's name all over the world, saying, if you give her anything, it's like she's under a spell, she will send it home. She'll find somebody who is needed to send it to. And this is why I almost starved her to death in divorce. That even the U.S., a child support agency and the UK one went after him and he prefer a war of life litigation than give her a penny, insisting that if you give it to her, she's only going to use it to save somebody. And it's not their messiah. I said, the people you're talking about all live in a freehold property. They are not tenant like Helen. They are not hungry, okay? I don't know why you need to do this. It's what good you do that the world will remember you for, not how hard you fight Helen or how much you blacklist or smear her record. For God's sake, leave it out. You're not going to give anything anyway. My children went through several Christmases without anything. It's my brother who came twice on two Christmases and bought the turkey. Burton will not give them a penny. Even when I asked for 10 pounds, he said, no. If they want anything from me, they will leave that mother that cares so much and come to my empty household where the heating is switched off and no friends is allowed. Ha. If I want them to relate to children, I'll take them to Isle of Wight. My, free, my, my, my friend has children there and that's his policy. And it was very, very painful because these children are used to living their life at ease with so many children, you know, playing after school and everything, clubs and, oh, let's not go into it. Let's try and find some news. UK weather, flood warnings in force as gale force winds predicted and temperature drops. So is that the weather we are facing now? It looks like it, don't it? Britain should grace for frost and fog later this week, with some heavy rain and ferocious winds predicted across the country. Despite the beautiful winter sunshine London saw yesterday, the 9th of January, some areas predicted to see gale force winds into the week, the Mirror reports. Foggy conditions are predicted, with the Met Office saying each night we'll be seeing frost and increasing chance of fog which is likely to linger. 
Nine flood warnings also remain in force for England as of Monday morning, the 10th of January. BBC forecaster Chris Fawkes said of Monday's forecast, Monday night into Tuesday, a cold front pushes southwards, the murky, damp weather will be restricted to southern areas of England and Wales for Tuesday. Sunny spells developing widely behind that with just a few showers in the northwest of Scotland. Weather this week. Monday. Chilly with local fog patches, but otherwise bright with some hazy sunshine in the east. Cloud will thicken generally with time however, as some light rain and drizzle makes inroads into the west. Maximum temperature 9 degrees Celsius. Into the evening, it will become generally cloudy and damp, with extensive low cloud developing. Rain perhaps becoming heavier in places by dawn. Minimum temperature 6 degrees Celsius. Generally cloudy with outbreaks of rain and drizzle making gradual progress southeast, That's becoming Tuesday. more intermittent with time. Probably becoming drier, brighter and colder in the far north later. Maximum temperature 12 degrees Celsius. That's Tuesday, right? Thank you. Is there anything else that I want to share? Oh yeah, delirious. My London reader share first Omicron symptoms they noticed. Ah, my London readers have been sharing their experiences of Omicron variants. So what are their experiences? What have they been experiencing? Up to the up to one in five people in London's worst hit boroughs may have COVID on New Year's Eve. Or Office of National Statistics shows up to one in five people in London's worst hit boroughs may have had COVID on New Year's Eve. ONS date shows. The huge wave of cases caused by the highly infectious Omicron in the capital caused many Londoners into isolation over the Christmas and New Year period. Luckily, data shows London no longer has the highest infection rate in the country, with the Northwest, Yorkshire and the Humber and Northeast overtaking the capital. Read more, London COVID. Positive cases half what they were at Christmas peak in capital. Scientists say it is difficult to untangle what is happening in the capital because up to 4 million Londoners leave for Christmas, so it's all eyes on hospital admission data to see what, if any, the result of Christmas mixing will be. Graham Medley, Professor of Infectious Disease Modeling at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine was asked whether the Omicron wave is over in London but not elsewhere in the country. He told BBC Radio Falls Today programme, I think that at the moment the testing capacity issues, and the Christmas and the New Year, mean that we can't really rely on cases to tell us what's going to happen exactly. Testing infrastructure has faced considerable strain over the holiday period, image, Matt Cardi Getty Images. 
At the moment we are seeing a relatively high number of hospital admissions, how long that continues, whether that goes up or goes down, I think is unknown at the moment. He said the Omicron virus itself is less severe than Delta but it is just as threatening due to its transmissibility. While this means you are less likely to go to hospital with the virus, particularly if you are fully vaccinated, that doesn't mean you won't show symptoms at all. We asked my London readers what their first symptoms were and here's what they said. A sore throat seems to be a common theme. Tanner Wittenbach wrote, lost our voices and had severe sore throat that lead to lots of sneezing and coughing. Voice change in sore throat, Vera Saldana added. One person said their sore throat lasted for longer than 10 days. A lot of readers said they experienced muscle aches. Stacy Prince said, back and legs ached so much and then all over joint pain. Bad back pain, whole body ached, no energy, awful fatigue, Lorraine Stone wrote. Some psychological symptoms were also noted, particularly energy loss and brain fog. Brain fog is not a medical or scientific term. It is used by individuals to describe how they feel when their thinking is sluggish, fuzzy, and not sharp. Energy lose and brain fog lasted for a week, and White wrote. Dr. Amir Khan has said that doctors from South Africa, the country in which the variant was first detected, have discovered that patients with Omicron have been suffering with night sweats as they sleep. This aligns with my London reader's experience. Crest P. Thomas wrote night sweats. I woke up soaking wet and was sick for eight days. 13825910279. The NHS says that the main symptoms of coronavirus are high temperature, a new, continuous cough or a loss or change to your sense of smell or taste. Have you got a COVID story you want to share? Get in touch lucy.williamson at reachplc.com. Thank you. So, moving on to transport. London Underground. Londoners in stitches at Northern Line tube driver's hilarious announcement. The driver made commuting a little more. Is that amusing? A little more fun. Okay, what did you say? Getting the Northern Line during rush hour is nobody's favorite activity. It's crowded, loud and unbearably hot. If you're particularly unlucky, it will all be coupled with a funny smell. Read more, Londoners say they love one. But one tube driver has taken it upon herself to make commuters' days slightly more fun. Captured on camera by Lucy, a food blogger, the clip was posted to TikTok under her handle at Berkbytes. In the video which has now amassed 345,000 views, a jolly tube driver is using the tube intercom to cheer up wary commuters. Speaking to the full carriage, the driver started off by announcing to those unfortunate to have just joined us we're having a lovely time rhyming stations. 
Well, I'm having a lovely time. I can't speak for everybody else. Continuing to amuse the crowds, she said, Welcome to the Northern Line. A bit like the Victoria Line, only a bit more rubbish. The drivers aren't as friendly. Or, I don't know, they might be. She then started singing the stations to the tune of 12 Days of Christmas. We will now call at many Clapham stations, Balham, two lots of tooting, Collierswood, South Wimbledon and then Morden and home for tea. Laughter from amused travellers could be heard throughout the clip and people were quick to take to the comments of the video to express their amusement. Give her a pay rise, was the most liked, with people responding this is going the extra mile. Get London's biggest stories straight in your inbox. It's nice that someone has fun at their job, wrote another. A third person said they were on the train in the video. She was so funny and made everyone smile. And another commenter made an excellent point, getting any semblance of an emotional reaction out of Londoners. Definitely deserves a pay rise. Countless more people flooded the comments to call for a pay rise for the driver and one wanted to meet her to give her flowers. Hey. Cheers. So, this one reminds me of mom, but uh, her own experience is reality, she's even older than mom. Prided. Police launch urgent appeal to find missing 91-year-old woman. So, her name is Lillian. Lillian Mills has been reported missing from her home in Warden area of Croydon. Yeah. So, police are asking for the public. Police are asking for the public's help to find a missing 91-year-old woman. Lillian Mills has been reported missing from her home in the Waddon area of Croydon, according to a tweet from the force early on Monday morning, January 10th. Police called Lillian a high-risk missing person and said they are concerned as she has been out in the early hours. Anyone who may have seen Lillian is urged to call 101 quoting 30410 Jan 22. Read more. Man killed by four. Croydon MPS issued an appeal in a tweet at 3.07 a.m. on Monday morning. Asterisk asterisk high risk missing person asterisk asterisk Lillian Mills aged 91 is missing from her home in the Waddon area of Croydon. Family and police are concerned as she has been out in the early hours. If seen please call 101 quoting 30410 Jan 22 hash Croydon hash missing person. Yeah, I hope she get found. So, is there anything else current? News, London COVID, the places where you're most likely to get coronavirus is revealed by SAGE. The number of people who tested positive for COVID-19 in London yesterday was reported as 20,000 
853 so the public places where you're most likely to be infected. The public places where you're most likely to be infected by COVID-19 have been revealed by SAGE. The number of people who tested positive for COVID-19 in London yesterday, January 9th, was 20,853. The Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies, SAGE, outlined to the government where Londoners are most likely to be exposed to COVID-19. Read. Coming out on top as the activity where you're most exposed to the virus was going to the shops every week. The other biggest threats included playing sports, going to the pub and using public transport. Researchers came to their conclusions after analysing 10,000 survey results from participants in England and Wales who answered questions about their weekly habits between September and November 21. Those who went to the shops more than once a week had 2.2% more of a chance of contracting coronavirus. Playing sports came in as the second most dangerous activity, 1.36%, but this may be because social activities like trips to the pub often come along with it. Going to a pub, bar or club once a week put people at 1.3% more risk while those who regularly took public transport were 1.2% more likely to catch COVID than those who didn't. Hmm. But there was some variation between modes of transport, with a risk of 1.3% risk for buses, 1.2% for the London Underground, 1.19% for taxis and 1.18% for trams. The data, compiled by SAGE's Virus Watch study, was prepared for a coronavirus meeting on December 23rd to inform any further restrictions. But it was not discussed, and this is likely because the data is taken from before there were any known Omicron cases in the UK. Given Omicron's spike in recent months, the variant is expected to skew the results. However, figures have started to go down over the last two days, suggesting the current wave may have reached its peak. It has been suggested that the rampant spread of Omicron may be making the virus easier to live with, a leading doctor at the University of Warwick and a member of the Scientific Pandemic Influenza Modeling Group, SPIEM, has said. Dr. Mike Tildesley told Times Radio, the thing that might happen in the future is you may see the emergence of a new variant that is less severe, and ultimately, in the long term, what happens is COVID becomes endemic and you have a less severe version. It's very similar to the common cold that we've lived with for many years. Thank you. So what else do we have there? I think that's plenty for now, don't you think? Uh, okay, since we don't get any um, news from Nigeria and the most important one there is mom and all we get is insult every time we try to get to the bottom of it as some people even said it's the scammer king after you that is another build up of it to try and trap you but I've been there three times since their scamming game without ever running into him in fact he's, too, he's married to um, somebody younger than my own children which has given him a son 
and as they are separating they are getting back together which has nothing to do with me i've never been this date so and the interest is not there i really don't know what the problem is why anybody mind you in between that shenanigan your daddy has been snuffed up by activists of terror and why would anybody go after my mother as well I mean, my submission is, let's say I've even got, um, although they've tripled the ticket money, let's say some of the people that have been trying to help me say, you can stay in our house, the guest room is free, and I got a ticket, don't I at least need to know where I'm going? Don't I need to at least confirm this condition if it exists, since they've lied to you 99% of the time, and even on the ride to the hospital, they say she's paralyzed and she's blind, and you it's there that a, par a paralyzed person doesn't sit up operate a paralyzed person does not put their hand on their chin after they first put it on their knee there are so many conflicting uh, 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 evidence and this individual that seemed to be hosting it or started it all by arguing for money and you simply reply but you've got so much money of yours and of mom that you even got her a car and you say you're so stressed uh, whatever it is is stressing you that you're now taking public transport and not touching the car that you've uh, got and i find that all that clinically disturbing so you could drive to the hospital but you're not going to touch the car again and i need to start sending money and then there's also the name change so based on that we've left mother to god almighty to heal and for anybody with a heart and a soul to give us the true version of events we do appreciate if she's been in hospital for 10 days or less. She's bound to have caught something if she's not protected. So all I know is five days ago, when they put the phone near her, she turned around and said, is that Bumi, which is me? I said, yes, ma'am. And she seemed happy. But when she realized I'm on the phone, not there in person, she seemed to turn her head again as if damn. You know, and I thought, well, if, if I know where you are, I can come because my son is actually trying to bring me and I'm the one who is saying, could you please let us pay all the bills because we haven't quite finished paying all the ones that we incur going before. And this is what gets you, you know, sort of upset. So isn't it cheaper for us to just send a ticket to mom after all this time for her to be with us, whatever we eat, she eats, whatever we drink, she drinks and we can stop being a game for all these other people messing with us and consequently backlisting us no matter what good we do it's never good enough well, since they've had her for all these years and it's always calamitous and abortive story won't it be nice if we had the opportunity to have her with us for a change and there is always wonderful events whenever we visit whether it's for a day or two weeks so won't it be nice if we channel our energy jointly since nobody is helping our lot to have her invited that the biggest money we'll spend now is to send ticket that will be far uh, cheaper than for us to keep rushing there incurring where we'll stay they pawn out everywhere we're supposed to call home and nobody is opening their home to us to come and stay so we've got to fork out for ticket money and fork out for um short stay feeding everything and then with this huge guilty conscience i see somebody just stab you in the heart you sort of summarize this and say but all the money that i've spent being here and staying here i would really love to give it to my mother in cash if i'm not taking her back with me and who is going to help me to enable taking her back with me can't we just stop 
uh, getting hurt just because we love so much and we want to help and just face the reality that until we're all fully back home, whilst we're still abroad, she should be with us. After all, she used to come here so much all by herself. Were it not for her, none of us will even exist or be British. To the point of in 1985 when I was pregnant and I couldn't eat at all, she visited me of her own volition three times in that year alone. Imagine that. But at least she has where I'm staying to stay with me. So because of that, I think... The only way forward if they haven't snuffed her out is for us to tie and get her here. And I've been asking lots of people again as usual, especially those who travel a lot. Since you couldn't get your sibling who have been working whilst you're not getting enough uh, sustainability to do the needful, I think you need to seriously consider that, especially where your children's heart and yours meet and you're all concerned about this woman. So let's find something from Nigeria that doesn't hurt this one says she's building activism in building activism in our city centers friday the 21st of january 12.00 to 12.45 free online event artist and architectural designer saya delican discusses how the built environment can do more to address the great environmental and societal challenges of our age most of us can think of a building or cityscape that inspires or but could our built environment also inspire actions to minimize climate change or tackle social inequality can sustainable architectural design go beyond energy efficiency and responsibly sourced building materials to actively change our relationship with other people and the natural world whether it's eradicating the concept of waste by elevating our perception of plastic as a beautiful material or encouraging people to reconnect with nature by bringing biodiversity to central London, artist and architectural designer Saya Delican believes the built environment can do more to address the great environmental and societal challenges of our age. In this lunchtime interview we will explore Saya's varied career from producing Steve McQueen's Year 3 project to designing a kaleidoscopic festival pavilion and algae meadow installation on our own exhibition road. Oh I see it's in Nigeria. Register now for free. Oh it's in Nigerian Adults. in London. Family with 12 plus. Okay, okay. It's a Nigerian baby in London. Inch time interview. We will explore Say's varied career from producing Steve McQueen's Year 3 project to designing a kaleidoscopic festival pavilion and algae meadow installation on our own exhibition road. Okay, thank you for that. So, if you want to register for that, a Nigerian success in London exhibition and to learn more, go to Great Exhibition roadfestival.co.uk slash event slash building hyphen activism hyphen in hyphen r hyphen city hyphen centers forward slash you'll get plenty about that on it so that's a good one so that one is making strides from london but a nigerian a uh, success story cool and uh, what else do we need to share? Oh, okay, this one. Yeah, okay, this is. Let's go to Japan then. Japan Princess Aiko of Japan makes royal debut 
after causing Marco leaves Imperial family for New York City. The daughter of the Emperor Naruhito and Empress Masako turned 20, the age for starting public duties last month. Okay. Advertisement. FB tweet. Don't More. Do that. Princess Ico. Credit. Kyodo via AP. Princess Ico of Japan has taken part in her first royal outing. The daughter of Emperor Naruhito and Empress Mosoko joined her parents and other family members in a New Year celebration at the Imperial Palace in Tokyo on January 1st. Princess Aiko wore a white gown with long gloves accessorized with a pearl necklace and a red and yellow sash. All attendees also wore face masks during the ceremony. This marks Princess Aiko's first outing since starting her public duties with the Imperial family. She turned 20 on December 1st, greeting press at a coming-of-age celebration at the Imperial Palace on December 5th, for which she wore a glittering tiara. Related Japan's former Princess Marco steps out solo in NYC as she makes fresh start with commoner husband. Emperor Naruhito, Empress Mosoko and royal family members. Credit, Yomiuri Shimbun via AP. Aiko is the only child of Emperor Naruhito, 61, and Empress Mosoko, 58. Because Japan only allows men to ascend to the throne, Emperor Naruhito's younger brother Crown Prince Fumihito Akishino is next in line. The prince's son Prince Hisahito is currently second in the line of succession. Princess Aiko Credit, Yuichi Yamazaki Getty Crown Prince Fumihito Akishino and his wife Princess Kiko also attended the New Year ceremony. Their daughter Marco recently made headlines for her decision to give up her royal status in order to marry a commoner. The former Princess Marco wed Kei Komuro in a subdued ceremony this past October. Marco also turned down a $1.3 million payout from the Japanese government that is traditionally paid to royal women who lose their royal status when they marry. Just weeks later, they relocated to New York City where Comrel works at a law firm after graduating from Fordham University's law school. According to reports, Comrel failed the bar exam but plans to retake the test. The newlyweds have been pictured in NYC since their move, sporting casual looks as they go for walks and run errands. Princess Marco and Kay Comrel Credit, STRGG Press AFP via Getty the couple met while attending a study abroad event at a restaurant in Shibuya, a district in Tokyo. They were both students at the International Christian University in Tokyo at the time. First I was attracted by his bright smile, Marco previously said, according to the Telegraph. The couple first announced their plans to wed in September 2017, but the event was ultimately pushed off following a dispute over money between Komro's mother and her former fiancé concerning his having financed Komro's education. They tied the knot on October 26 without the fanfare that usually accompanies a royal wedding. The Imperial Household Agency, IHA, 
explained that Marco and her now husband did not want to have a big wedding because their marriage is not celebrated by many people. I am very sorry for the inconvenience caused and I am grateful for those who have continued to support me, she said, according to the BBC. For me, Kay's irreplaceable marriage was a necessary choice for us. The palace announced ahead of the nuptials that Marco was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder in the wake of negative media coverage. I love Marco. We only get one life, and I want us to spend it with the one we love, said Komoro. I feel very sad that Marco has been in a bad condition, mentally and physically, because of the false accusations. Popular in Royals Japan's former Princess Marco steps out solo in NYC as she makes fresh start with commoner husband. Article Sweden's King Carl XVI Gustav and Queen Sylvia test positive for COVID-19 with mild symptoms. Article See Princess Beatrice's sweet tribute to her daughter and stepson, just like Kate and Meghan. Article Princess Eugenie looks back on 2021, a year that blessed us with our boy. Article Sponsored Stories A Simple Method to Reduce Neuropathy Health Today News Top Doctor, How to Properly Flush Out Your Bowels Gut Solution Unsold Caribbean cruise cabins are almost being All-inclusive cruise deals, search ads the most common mistake seniors make when Compare hearing aids Japan's former Princess Marco steps out solo in NYC as she makes fresh start with commoner husband Marco was seen visiting the apartment building of Caroline Kennedy, former US ambassador to Japan Japan's former Princess Marco got a festive start to the holiday season last week as she stepped out in her new home of New York City. Carrying a holiday gift bag, Marco was seen visiting the apartment building of Caroline Kennedy on December 23rd. However, it is unclear if she visited Kennedy, who served as U.S. Ambassador to Japan from 2013 to 2017 after being appointed by Barack Obama. Marco relocated to New York in November following her low-key wedding ceremony to husband Kei Komuro. Because the law in Japan requires a princess to leave the imperial family upon marriage to a commoner, Princess Marco gave up her royal titles to marry Komuro. She also turned down a $1.3 million payout from the Japanese government that is traditionally paid to royal women who lose their royal status when they marry. Related Princess Marco gave up her title for Kei Komuro, their love story, in their own words. Princess Marco and Komuro, both 30, arrived at John F. Kennedy International Airport in New York City on November 15, just weeks after their wedding. They are renting an apartment in NYC, according to the BBC, where Komuro works at a law firm after graduating from Fordham University's law school. According to reports earlier this month, Komro failed the bar exam but plans to retake the test. The couple met while attending a study abroad event at a restaurant in Shibuya, a district in Tokyo. They were both students at the International Christian University in Tokyo at the time. First I was attracted by his bright smile, Marco previously said, according to The Telegraph. 
The couple first announced their plans to wed in September 2017, but the event was ultimately pushed off following a dispute over money between Comro's mother and her former fiancé concerning his having financed Comro's education. Thank you. Cheers. That was the best one, right? So let's go to Forbes Daily Dozing. What have you got there? What? She's between Violent clashes between protesters and security forces in Kazakhstan have led to nearly 8,000 arrests, dozens of deaths, and a $3 billion hit to the fortunes of the billionaires behind some of the country's largest businesses. We're also covering falling prices of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, and listing the winners of the subdued Golden Globes 2022. Finally, find out which companies have embraced remote work the most in 2022. Sophia Lotto Pesio, curator in chief, Twitter. In the news today, shall deliver the from an Australian court sided with Novak Djokovic against the Australian government, ordering to overturn the cancellation of the tennis star's visa. A fire at an apartment complex in New York has killed at least 19 people in what Mayor Eric Adams characterized as one of the worst fires we have witnessed during modern times in the city. Top takeaways. Nearly 8,000 people were arrested and dozens died throughout Kazakhstan during the recent violent unrest sparked by rising fuel prices. The fortunes of four billionaires in the commodities-rich former Soviet Republic tumbled due to the political and social upheaval. The price of Bitcoin fell to a three-month low Saturday, continuing a slide that began Wednesday after the Federal Reserve signaled it may move more aggressively to remove pandemic-era stimulus to fight high levels of inflation, and that experts' forecast is likely to go on for weeks. Discovery's $43 billion merger with AT&T's WarnerMedia cleared several regulatory hurdles and is expected to close in the next few months, exciting investors who flocked to the stock, which rose 17% on Friday. New York became the latest state to legalize sports betting over the weekend. The industry has been growing rapidly across the country, with 13 states and Washington, D.C. Legalizing sports betting and launching their own programs in the last 12 months alone. Comedian and actor Bob Sajet, a television fixture on sitcom Full House and in the early seasons as host of America's Funniest Home Videos, was found dead in the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Orlando, Florida, aged 65. No live broadcast, no red carpet and a minimal in-person ceremony. The 2022 Golden Globes Awards put on by the controversimard Hollywood Foreign Press Association looked different than the grandeur of years prior. Here's a list of the night's winners. Today's must-read. The top 100 companies for remote jobs in 2022. Job search site FlexJobs on Monday released its ninth annual list of the companies that posted the highest number of remote jobs over the past year. Find out who's on top. Check out the ranking. In case you missed it. More than 50 billionaires donated in the second half of 2021 to legislators who voted against certifying the presidential election, according to an analysis of Federal Election Commission records. When the main way to communicate with colleagues is via video call, it's worth to think about these five ways to present yourself and your surroundings in the best possible way. Okay, thank you. Let's um, do something for mum. 
Her favorite song is Blessed Assurance. Let's play that. These are Smile Direct Club aligners. Let's play mom's music. That's one of her favorite music, Blessed Assurance. I'll wrap it with that. Thank you for listening. And I appreciate you. Blessed Assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a forte.
times even by some of the siblings in Europe and America that those ones in Nigeria will hurt me so much that I will be like them and cut my losses when I can't take any more but I don't know how to say goodbye in case I hate goodbyes I never knew you would hand it to me on a platter as my new year present the first new year present you gave me is with 10 pence I won 45 the very next day, I with another 10 pence, I won 35. The third day, I did a COVID training. And on the fourth day, I got 12 to 16 other certificates. On the fifth day, I have to say goodbye to those who have almost hurt me to death. But I never knew that they would instigate their terrorism and hand it to me on a platter. God Almighty, please tell them that I can never be envious of anybody who will use incest as a weapon and consequently live a life of inflicting causing on each other. Somebody who will never be thankful to God that they are not a tenant for 40 years and continue to extort money from other people 
and no matter how much they've got from you for 35 years, still ringlet and provoke hate against you and continue to blacklist your name out of envy. God Almighty, I don't do jealousy. God Almighty will never curse me to envy such nonsense, you know. So I am very, very grateful to you. You have no idea how I feel your love, especially when I was at the Abbey yesterday. I bless you, God Almighty, and I just want to thank you for all the present you keep giving me this new year. It's absolutely fantastic. I want to ask them if they have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. But what's the point? I'll just sing. As I love myself. Yeah, I'll just sing anyway because I love to uh, uh, sing. Don't I got you? fed up with tenant eviction ban, constant anti-landlord tax. I'm grateful. Let me ask you a question. Are you washed in the blood? washed as well they have washed their robes and made them white 
in the blood of the Lamb. Revelation 7 verse 14. May God Almighty give us contentment and blessing to have 200 million relations in the land of our own birth and be happy rather than be a nightmare and also play people who has no one but God Almighty. May we not be like them. May we continue to be ourselves and be thankful to God.